0: Hi, it's uh, later in the afternoon, it's Wednesday, and now the opportunity I'm going to do the Torah. Um, this may be a busy week. Anyway, we're looking at the Haftarah, which is very colorful. Um, really, I should have, it's all about various diamonds and jewels, and being a guy and not a girl, I don't know the difference between one type of diamond and the other, between the rubies and the sapphires and all the rest of it, but this is the famous Haftarah which begins, Now, that's all like a happy hunting ground for like a a lady or someone who knows, you know, I'll make your, I'll rebuild you with turquoise and your foundations with sapphires and I'll make your battlements of rubies and your gates of sparkling jewels and your walls of precious stones. And maybe it means really diamonds. Know, who knows? If my late cousin was here, Judy Goldman, she could explain to me every one of these diamonds. She knew um, the she knew the precious stones, in a way I do not. Anyway, what a uh, this is one of the most famous of the Shivan and the of course, and Jerusalem or Jewish people is called Ania Nukhamot Lo uh like a a tempest tossed ship. You understand? A tempest-tossed ship. Um, the the uh, how do you translate Anio from the word Ani? Sora is a storm, and Lo nuchama. The targum Yonason is amazing because he says Chashichcha Makabus Uben that Anio means the poor one. Mekablos Uben constant Sora, in other words, is not storming, but is constantly insulted. He's discredited the targum Yonason describing the Jewish people in Gauls. Constantly insulted. And we have no choice. Because we're helpless. Lo What's shot Lo The Targum can never bring itself to actually pronounce and translate faithfully the bitter Hebrew words. Because the people in the shul, when they listen to Matorgum, they don't want to hear that. And so, instead of saying Lo which means that is not comforted, because in the Golas, we're not comforted, okay? Uh, You know, it's just a bummer, you know, 2,000-year bummer. But the Targum says, Right? That's a circumlocution. It's the city of Jerusalem, which the Goyim say, (laughs) We'll never have comfort. Meaning, they say we'll never have a Mashiach, we'll never have a Gula. We don't say that. They say that. They're wrong. You hear what I'm saying? It's wonderful. You find time to time in the Targum, or at least I like these things, where you know I, they can never come out and say something. You know the Navi in Hebrew can say it bad. He said, "Kol Yisrael is of no because truth of the matter is you went from one gullis to the other to the other, and it's pretty bad. But he, you know, the the Jew living it long ago in the and they couldn't hear that. They want to say. They say we'll have no Khamba, but we say we will have no Khamma. You know Anyway, the prophet of course Isaiah predicts a glorious future, which he puts in terms of diamonds. Marbits paput's Tabanayah one day all your houses will be full of diamonds and gold and silver and jewels and rubies and sapphires and this and that and the emeralds and who knows what. You know, there's a certain way of talking. It's our Mary Poppins type way. And the idea of course is um to give uh, hope for the Jews to weather the storms of the Gauls One day everything excuse me it will be glorious and Jerusalem will be rebuilt and fancy schmancy and uh, the future will be glorious just as, as the past was, was negative. The future will be positive. Now, you have over here a number of very striking psukim which, um, how should I put it? Uh, have famous interpretation shall we say or the Hebrew is very uh uh packed and this is Isaiah it is Hebraic best if I can use that term. By the way, later on you're gonna see one of these poetic things. Kokhli Yutzar Lechlo Yitzlah. Yutzar Lechlo you know that's a play on the sound of the Tzadi. But anyway, uh it's a short October l- listen to this. Uh How's oh, it go? Now, what does this mean? The Hebrew is, some, I'm telling you, Yeshayu is such a fancy schmancy Hebrew that it's not so easy to translate. You can always get approximate terms. You know, you can never, you know, get exactly the, uh, the exact target. Translate the words. B'chol b'neich uh, limude adonoi, Rabb Shlom b'neich. B'chol b'neich limude adonoi, Rabb Shlom b'neich. What's meant us? So you say, well, all your children be learned. No, limude adonoi, Rabb Shlom b'neich. What what does that mean? Limude is a noun, right? Here, obviously, being used as a kind of a verb and an adjective I mean, or adverb or something like that. B'chol b'neich limude, Hashem Rabb Shlom b'neich. So the right way to translate that is your children will be taught by the Lord. Okay? All your children will be taught by the Lord. That's funny. I mean, you're taught by a Rebbe. No, wrong. The day will come where it will be taught by the Lord himself. So um, this immediately leads many more I thought of myself once, but then I saw it. The classic Mufarshan. Some of them go into that. And I remember uh, Chaim Batal, believe it or not. In fact, I pulled out my rusty, trusty, I haven't looked at this in a long time, uh, from Yishay Chassidah, from Moser of Koch. I think it is. No, it's from, not from somebody else. Uh, Biuri HaMukobon Benigla. It's a wonderful little two-volume business from long ago, in which he collected from a lot of the famous Kabbalists, uh, but non-Kabbalistic stuff. Because in their writings, you also have regular what you and I would call Nicholas stuff. And listen to this. Why is it that the second half of the verse follows from the first? Because, therefore, Rab Shlom Again, we're not treating this as platitudes. I mean, you can always do that. If you take it serious. So, why is it, and as a result, Rav <laughs> Shalom And Chaim Batal says it pretty stark. This is him talking, not me. B'zman hazer, kashher lamb Torah, yesh nam harbet pluktus ha-machlukus b'nech ha Why? Kol echad to'en, kach k'abaltim meravuzai. D'lo yeshana d'aytum So, this is fascinating. You have always a lot of mechlikus. If, if you have... Theoretically, it's supposed to be Talmud hamar B'Shalom. I repeat, that's theoretically. <laughs> but really, it's not like that. Talmud not B'Shalom, they're MaB'am Now, it could be an intellectual M'Chama, so then there's no hard feelings. You know? Or Moshe it was like that. You know, it's intellectual M'Chama. There's no hard feelings. Correct? A lot of times, it turns into hard feelings. That's the history of Jewish people. Now... Therefore, if you had to, say, two guys learning together, one was a Chabaisa Satmar, and the other guy was a Rav cook guy, they wouldn't say, I guess, let's leave our guns at the at the closet and we're just learning Baba Kama. Each one brings his own, you know, St. Kach to Baltimore, Rabbi's and you're going to have a Mokama. You understand? Because it's the nature of things that when people have different Rabbeim, they have different misoras, and each one's loyal to his misora, and the result is there's a lot no-give, and each one's always trying to outdo the other, right? There's no give, you know? If I'm learning a place for the lababacher, he ain't giving in, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? He wants me to give in. That, that's how it goes. But the time will come. This is Chaim Vital. this is not me. The time will come where, In other words, Then the glorious future, and here he's, he's really cutting to the chase. There'll be a... Me- like I spoke about the other day with, uh, you know, Teqab Shabbat Gadol. There'll be some kind of a messianic process. There is some kind of a school of senu, however it works. But what's the point of it? Well, the point is that Jews should go back to Israel and build up the country and the Arabs and the others should leave us the heck alone. Fine, I, I agree with that. And then, what's, and then what? At the end, you end up like the Rambam says in some form or another at the very end of the Mishnah Torah, that people then have the time and the inclination to learn... And they'll learn about Hashem. And when you reach highest level, they'll all be Nevi'im or something like that. And that means that they will learn from the source, from the Shalom himself. If you and I are in the class together and we're learning from the Shalom. You can't say, I well, guess, yeah, but but I'm a Chabadnik. The other side, I'm a Sotmer. I'm from the gear, from Team A and not Team B. I'm from the, you know, liquid. I'm from this and the other. If you learn from a himself, all the other stuff falls by his wayside. And if he says, this is the shot in the Mitzvah, and this is the way it should go, then everybody go that way. Now, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't believe it myself. <laughs> I think people are so stubborn. If you learn from Hashem, people are still going to say, yes, but that's not my Mitzvah. But, you know, I could be wrong about that. And incidentally, I saw afterwards, the Malbim says this on his own. I don't think he got it from Chaim Batal, Where the Malbim says, And so let's put it this way. We'll have a fight today over, I don't know, Zionism, Torah Der whatever. Uh... That Machlickus is lost. It's going to go... No, it's not. Then they won't have this fight, because Hashem will say, this side is right. Or He'll say, that side is right. He'll say, Chabad was right in this. Or else He'll say, Chabad was wrong on this. Or Satmar was right on this, or wrong on this. Or Drav Cook thing was right on this, or wrong in this. And that's the end of it. You see? Because you heard it from the top. So that's the end of it. Now, uh, then it'll be Rav Shalom but Which is just interesting, because what I just gave you was a post <clears throat> Isaiah Vart. The prophet Yeshayah predicted this thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago. If you want to be exact, it would be something along the lines of 2700 years ago, Baruch. Uh, as time has unfolded, the last 27 centuries, we've seen the hardening of these different traditions and therefore it's not Shalom Benaych, But as you see, he saw past that, and he said, yes, we'll go through 2,700 years of Gullus, and, and and part of the Gullus, I repeat closely, part of the Gullus is not to have a Sanhedrin or something like that, and part of the Gullus is the Mechlechus just stays there, and part of the Gullus is, therefore, there's no Sholem. But at the end of the process, there's a, a Yishuv, there's a return, and there's rebuilding, and you have everything made out of diamonds, and you have a glorious future, and then, Hashem, uh, they'll get their information from the top, limudi Hashem, and then it'll be Rab Shlom right? And people say, well, you know, our ancestors used to fight over this and that and the other, but we don't. We're we're, we're not uh, doing that, okay? We're not doing that because uh, we don't need to. Now we know what the MS is because we heard it from the top. Now wait a minute, that's one vort, and then the next puzzle, which is also striking. Bit's dark up to Konani, Rachi Meoshikilosi Roy. A mechita has it go umchit ki kilosik ravi like the Hebrew was wonderfully involved. I mean it really is. You have to be a real hebrease. If my father was here, he have he a a <laughs> a field day. Bit to Konani, you'll be established in righteousness. Rachim Meoshek, Tyrno Tyrney will be far from you. Um, <laughs> you'll have no fear, and uh, and there will be no more terror, it won't come near you. I mean, here he's talking about a different side, not machloikis, but you know, being scared and things like this, which has been so much a part of the Jewish people. Now, ishik is an interesting word. I just read you the classic translations. Let me see the Ari Kaplan here for a second. How would he do it? Rocky Aishik, Lucy Kari. you'll be far from oppression. All right, It works. But Aishik also has the connotation of muminus, right? Lo sashik recha. muminus. And here we have what I consider to be a Gavaldy Gavort from the Torah's Chacham who was the famous Talmud Mubag of Chaim Vital, a Chaim Kohn from the Chaim Kohn M'yar Amsoba. Uh, he was a Syrian Jew uh, who ended up, he's in one place, another, his family lived in Damascus for a while, a fair amount of time. And that's where Chaim Vital ran away to, domestic Damascus, if you know his biography. In the last years of his life, last decades. And he lived with this guy's family. So imagine, you know, and the guy was interested in Kabbalah. So imagine if you had a house guest <coughs> for Pesach, Darizal. <the> <laughs> you know, something like that. Right? This guy lived with him, he learned Kabbalah. Huh? And therefore you have, what's it, Klishlisha, I guess? You have Darid, the then you have Dachayim Betal, then you have Dachayim Kon. And look at this. Stay away from Oshik. The Mashiach time is not going to be like now, he says. Why? Now, a lot of your tzedakahs and things like this is shemutzage guilt. The money was not acquired in the right way. The prophet, Isaiah, is saying that you'll have rab shalom and limudi Hashem, but it all depends. B'tzedakah to konani, The money has to be clean and not dirty which is powerful clean and dirty it's nevertheless a fact whether everybody wants to admit it or not that a lot of money that goes into things it's better not to look too closely how the guy made the money and that's how it goes otherwise this yeshiva and that moisture and that thing ain't gonna stand it's very bad what I'm saying it's not good but it's the way it is You're right it's the way it is and so it won't be. You'll see. Now, I've heard cases, but it's sad that it's supposed to be famous stories. You know, I heard that, what was it? In fact, I know in Baltimore, Maryland, in the 1920s, came here two years in a row. First came Baruch Ba'er, and then later came the Khan of No, it wasn't two years in a row, but they actually a number of years apart. And they went to a certain guy, or I said it wrong. The guy went to them, Believe it or not, I knew who the guy was. I was actually there when the guy was killed in a car accident, or maybe it was a hit, a mafia hit. Um, and the guy went to a bar and he wouldn't take the money. He would not take the money because he knew where the guy made it from. And then, as I, I'm going back by memory of here, and Re-Ukana took the money and he said something along the lines of Ain on Choteva below low. I don't know, something like that. I'm stretching my memory way back when. Uh, I mean I wasn't alive in the thirties, but that's when all this stuff happened, late twenties and thirties. <laughs> like I said before, how did the guy make the money? Um it's 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 that's a problematic question. And a lot of times the donor will say don't don't ask. And Yeshayo is saying over here again, this is not my vort. this is from Chaim Kong. He said, Rakag Miyoshek, Kashano sinakab it has to be shalotiyah b'tzadokah chashash gezel. Because Chazal tell us, autumn nosim sin prutalani zochah makabal p'nei ha But if it's gezel involved in it, ani ha-shem soni gezel ba It's a Pesach. And that's why he says, ki lo siri lo tuchal l'ros l'kabal p'nei ha So the prophet is warning, even at a time, it's like a gavaldi word, even at a time of Mashiach, There'll be people who will be making money in this way and that way, and therefore he's saying Yeshayo is saying, "Rachakim miyoshek, stay away from Betsdaka to Konani. There'll be a lot of Sdaka around in Mishyar time. There will still be rich and poor, but Rachakim mi'oshek ilotiroy. If you want to get to see the Shechina, stay away from the oshek, stay away from the from, from the tray for money. Right, that is one heck of an insight for somebody living in the 50s, 1600s, I guess, early 1600s, and talking about what happened before him. He's a very interesting guy. Maybe I could do a podcast on him. I don't know. I don't know. not not enough of a couple to appreciate all that stuff. He was on a ship with his son. They were going to Italy. The ship was captured by piracy, and the son jumped off the ship. They had to swim to shore. They left all their. Solving on the ship. Don't ask. It's quite a quite a story. Now, let me say this. Then he goes on to say, "Hengoria me ephes me'osim a takalai he Paul, Again, a very packed pasuk in terms of the Hebrew, right? He says, "Hengoria gur ephes me'osim." They gather to attack you, but it'll not, it won't be. It will not be for me. Whoever comes to fight you will fall because of you that's one translation that's possible i tell you again when it comes to these things you're talking about Yishayu you're talking about Babe Ruth on his best day you know what I'm saying I, the, the Torah is very powerful in terms of the Hebrew uh, I'm looking at checking out the Bible Hug. if anyone attacks you will not be my doing whoever attacks will surrender to you That's that's possible to attack right that's a good way to translate it. If any nation comes to fight you, it's not because I send them. Mi hain yagur efes miyosi. So listen to this. Rabbo Sanab... I'm um, just reading Rashi. That's all. Rabbo Sanab pishu b'girim. Lom hain b'cham girim l'mos ha-mashiach. Isn't that amazing? Uh gor yagur efes miyosi. Mi gor yitok. No if you want to be a gear, you have to do now when it's tough on the Jews. Then we know that you mean it. In Mashiach time, everybody's going to be Jewish because they'll have it grand time. They'll be full of diamonds and rubies and pearls. So then you won't, you know, then, then you won't be able to trust anybody, right? Uh how's he have over here in Yavombas? In Meqab, Mger, and the Moshe, Mashiach, Hengar meaning hengar Yogor, meaning His Hiskayer, Efes, It's got to be Efes, it's got to be during the Golas. But in the future, that's a different story. That's a different story. So you see, Ishael is looking at all aspects of the future Gula, plus the fact, as I said before, you know this expression, the rats are leaving the sinking ships. But sometimes you have the other way around. The rats, the, the, the rats are jumping from the sinking ship onto the new ship that's doing well, well, we don't want them. An opportunist, somebody's going to be McGuire after machine time, that's opportunist. It'll be, it'll be like, a, like an air of Rob, so to speak. You don't want that. You only want somebody who says, even when the Jewish people were in bad shape, but I saw the truth, and I want to be McGuire because I saw it was the, the m s So then you say, okay, you're not a rat. And it's, it's, so, it's so interesting, the themes <clears throat> They're coming to here. Now, um, I'll just uh, call attention to one thing, which always hits me every year. Maybe I said this in the past. Um, We're always dealing with this problem of the Iranian um, nuclear bomb. It doesn't go away, this problem. And who is it now, Biden? They're going to give in to them. You know, with the deal and everything. And when that happens, which is around the corner, I'm sorry to say, Middle East is going to be one dangerous place. Because these guys could drop an egg bomb on Israel, God forbid. Like, I don't know how they're going to operate. I'm just saying, we're we're, we're in very dangerous waters. So far, ever since the mid-60s, Israel had the A bomb and they didn't. And even so, they're a lot of trouble because they know Israel won't use it on them. But not the other way around. And one of the defenses you have on there is, is is those who say that in our Haftorah it's predicted that these kind of bonds won't work against us, because the prophet Isaiah says, <laughs> "One of the most famous and powerful of the pesukim, very well known. I've uh, I'm sure I've read it before." And talk about that. It, it's in Davidka Square. Call kluytsar alech In the coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. No weapon forged against you will prevail. Right? It's a it's a a prediction that I mean that's an A bomb, you know. Call Plus, Israel and the Jews are under a constant And increasing attack on what I would call the internet, so to speak, you know that whole network in which the anti-Semitic websites are just proliferating, and we're already seeing politicians in America here and there shoot their mouth off. Every tongue raised up to accuse you will be. Proven wrong, Tarshi, I don't even know how to translate that. Uh well, <laughs> if I'd be colloquial, I'd say busted, you know. But um but that's not what it means. Let me see, Arya Kappa, no weapon formed against the prosper, and you will condemn every tongue that rises against you in judgment. Besides nah. Tarshi Tarshid going on the on the lush and not on you, at least in my opinion. But you get the idea. Every verbal attack on the Jews will fail. Or will be proven wrong. Or tashi, <laughs> you'll be able to be I, What can I tell you? There are not good translations because the Hebrew here is too rich. It's like I said before. Here you see, you know, the Hebrew language at its at its ripest. It's not me talking. Everybody knows this. I mean, it's W Yeshayoh, but in our Haftar, you see, many examples of it. Uh, But this is uh, what we're lying about. Because at the end of the day, sooner or later, this country will get a bomb, or or a chemical bomb, or a biological bomb. That's the way it's going. I don't know what the world's going to be in the 21st century. But every kook and nut out there, and there are plenty of those, will sooner or later get their hands with some terrible weapons. Because it's the paradoxical nature of modern science to make terrible things more and more easy to acquire um, on a wider basis. That's the paradoxical nature. We spend so much time on science to improve the world, and we succeeded in creating weapons that are capable of wiping out the world. So it's counterintuitive, but that is the the nature. Somebody could probably write a good essay on that. I'm talking from a philosophical point of view. Yeshayol, who lived at a time when there was a great siege of Jerusalem by Sancheirah, said this over there, he was speaking about the Assyrian army, and in point of actual fact, they never did get to shoot arrows and stuff at Jerusalem because the army was killed at night. Here he's speaking about the Lossi Lobo, the Messianic era. And he's predicting over there, Eighteen that you know the Jewish people have like an insurance policy. Now, uh, doesn't mean... Mm-hmm you know, that there won't be any casualties. I mean, you can't say by Hitler, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, can't say by Hitler, I mean, took down six million people in the process, as we all know. But, what we can say is that in the, in the attempt to wipe out Klai Yisrael, he was not successful. But it's a scary, it's a scary business. So Tzedav Torah is a glorious one, but it's also something of a sobering one. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. And um, this was sponsored by Eitan Shochman still, yeah. Uh, I guess there ha- they must have been in honor of the bar mitzvah they had in the family this past Shabbos. Yol Yeshay. I was there at the bar mitzvah. It reminded me very much of my own bar mitzvah, but I won't go into that. Uh, anyway, malatov, thank you, and um, have a good week.